Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk about gassy babies. Let's talk about farts. Yes. The topic everybody loves, right? Because <laughs> this would be popular in my house with oh, my two boys. my God. All they want to talk about are farts and buttholes all day. <laughs> buttholes. That actually walks around going, ah, pee to my pants, buttholes. Oh, my God. Just like anywhere, everywhere, all the time. Butthole. I'm going to eat a butthole. Ew. Yeah. And then he's like, I pee to my pants. I pee to my butthole. <laughs> all day <laughs> oh my god so, sometimes it's so funny when we like we were down at this like my father-in-law's memorial last weekend but there was a whole bunch of family there and there's like young adults that don't have kids yet and then actually like you know they're talking to him and he's like buttholes and they're like they're, you can see their face they just like don't know what to do and they're like oh okay oh my god i'm like don't get with the program people buttholes are funny yeah come on it okay, is. Sorry, it's funny. But life with a four-year-old. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Where anything goes. And that's kind of how it is with babies. Like, and I'll always say yes. this too, because babies sometimes will have like the loudest farts. So loud. Yeah. And mothers will look at me and be like, I swear that was the baby. And I'm like, I I know. Like that's, I know. this is the only time in their life where they can get away with it, and it's like totally excusable. <laughs> now in our house. Ever since my niece, before I even had kids, my oldest niece, who is now like 24, getting married in the fall, she when she was little, little, they used to call them sparkles. <laughs> and my niece would be like, I sparkled. And then that like that just like would. Now, everybody in our family used that. All the kids. So That's we still. Awesome. Yeah. So we still use that in our house. But then my stepkids kind of picked up on it, too. But now and of course, they were older, but they'd be like, did you sparkle? Like my kids were like five when and my stepdaughter was 25 when we got my husband and I got together. So <laughs> it was like. But now every time somebody sees something that says sparkle on it. We have to giggle like we're children, you know, like and everything out there right now is glitter. So, yeah. And my husband was like at Christmas time, somebody in his office wore a T-shirt that said, I don't sweat. I sparkle. So he actually went up to her later and told her what we think sparkles are. And <laughs> she vowed to never wear that shirt again. Like it was just. Oh. Like, <laughs> but with babies, like this is a big deal. I cannot tell you how many times ba mothers will contact me and be like, the baby is gassy. What do I do? Like all the yeah, time. I know, yeah. Uh, uh, gassy babies are really freaky for uh, moms. Because you think that there's some way you can control it. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, you always think something's wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then it's like, then the baby's like freaking out and you're like, oh, maybe he has to fart. And then like, how do you get it out? Oh, my God. And then it becomes like a whole week long obsession. <laughs> and they want you to be able to do something about it. And they're like, I feel so bad because he's gas and they're blaming themselves. It is not your milk, ladies. I swear. It is not your milk. Oh, I know. That. That's the other thing. Oh, my baby's allergic to something and they're allergic to my milk. They're allergic to something that I ate. There, yeah, that's oh my true. God. Yes, yes. So common, but no, that's not the case. Your babies are just gassy. They're so just, this is just normal, right? It's normal, and some are gassier than others, right? But some humans, some adults are gassier than others. Yeah, they are. Some kids are gassier than it. Just depends, and especially like 
in our house, if it's not coming out one way, it's coming out another way. <laughs> you know, like, right. and you have some babies that burp really well and some that do not. And some that will just fart really well and some that will not. Yeah. And you have gases in your body. I mean, everybody does. Everybody's, this is all normal stuff that goes on in your gut, right? And right. right. You either burp or fart it out. It's just has how, how it happens. But with babies, they're like brand new and their systems like don't really quite know how to do all this yet. Right. And it's weird. So, Everything feels like those sensations to them are so raw and real and electric and they just don't know how to move the gas and they don't know what that feeling is is, and they just can't they just can't figure it out. So it takes them a little time to figure out like, all right, what is this and how do I get it out? So but in the meantime, they communicate it to you by crying. Right. And it's, you know, we don't want them to feel like that, but there are some things that you can do to help them along. And there are, well, I know that one of the doctors that I work with, she said one time, and I thought this was interesting, but she was like, I swear there's, there's just this one stage where babies are just really gassy. She's like, I don't know, like what, but it just seems like there's this one point in time, just like you see that colic thing. Oh, they're colic mm-hmm. during oh, this, yeah, yeah. this month to this month. And this is when they cluster feed during these months. And this is when they have their sleep regression during these months. It just seems like they hit this stage where they're just gassy and there's just not much you can do about it. Yeah. They're probably taking in a little bit more milk. Mm-hmm. Their body's doing a little bit more, you know, digesting and creating of, you know, gases. If they're crying, they're, yeah. then they're taking an air with the, with the crying. Yeah, right. And Yeah. If they're like gulping milk, then you can hear that air, you know, as well. If the latch isn't good, you might be able to, you can get some gas in that way. And sometimes moms do notice that. They'll be like, I know the latch isn't very good. I can hear them gulping air down. And those are things that we can, you know, we can work with and fix. We got to figure out, okay, is it the latch? What's going on with that? Um, Sometimes like a lip tie or a tongue tie, if the baby's not making a really good seal, Mm. then that will cause that air to go in and moms will recognize that they have more gas. Um, one thing that I do see a lot that I moms will say to me. So if you're feeding your baby, maybe you remember this with when um, Exley or Jack was little, you're feeding them and they get really, really wiggly and they're still nursing, but they're like wiggling and they're and they're moving all around and they're just and they're trying to pull their legs in. And moms will be like, are they trying to get a letdown? What's happening? Is there not enough milk in there? I'm like, no, they're gassy. Just take them off and burp them and put them back. Like that's mm-hmm. that wiggly, that pulling their legs in where they're trying to like, you know, compress their abdomen. That is that is a gassy reaction. And we just just try to burp them, try to get that gas out somehow. Yeah. And then a lot of people, this is the because it taps right into that insecurity we have about our body's ability to like make milk and to be able to do this. And people think, oh, they're frustrated because, you know, my milk's not coming out fast enough. Or I'm not making enough milk and they're hungry and they're, and they're you know, reacting to that. Mm-mm. And that's not what's happening. No, that's not what's happening. Um, they're just gassy. We just got to help them get it out. But it's definitely, it's not anything you're, it's not your broccoli that you had last night right. or anything like that. And not that. to say that you're, you know, not to say that there aren't breastfeeding problems. I'm not saying that there never are. But when they're gassy, it's not your milk. No. And it's, it's not, not that it's milk. not coming out fast enough. It's not that you're not making enough. It's that they need to fart. <laughs> they need to sparkle. <laughs> they need to sparkle. Yes. <laughs> but now, what did you do to help get get it out of your kids? Anything special? No. Well, you know, I would do like the rubbing a circle on their belly. Mm-hmm. That's always a good or, one. Or like the um, bicycle. You know. Yes. Taking their legs and doing a little bicycle motion. So by a warm. 
a warm bath. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, like a warm which just bath. just kind of helps, like, well, can help you know relax, relax them a little bit because mm-hmm. all that you know, if you're trying to fart, you're trying to fight with a fart, it like makes it harder for it to come out. <laughs> and so, like a warm bath can help you just relax. A yeah, little. I mean, I honestly, I don't know if any of those things actually ever worked. Sometimes but, the distraction you know, sometimes is good, though. Ha- yeah, yeah, exactly. The distraction. Because it's just going to take time for it to come out, and that's just what has to happen. Sometimes what I'll do with the with babies that I see, if I really feel like they're super gassy, is I will take them, and sometimes I'll put them on, like, you know, I'll lay them on my la- in my lap, and I will do, like, the bicycle thing with them. But mm-hmm. instead of, like, bicycle, I'll push up both their legs and push up and kind of, like, push towards the right side of their body and that will help to push some of that gas out a little bit. But you have to be a little bit, like, put a little bit of pressure. Yeah. And the, I, it comes out, too, man. I've had some families in my office going, oh, my God. I cannot believe how much <laughs> gas is coming out of him right now. And it's, but it, it, like, it just, it helps. It really gets it out. It really helps to work. The other thing that I find really helps, too, is put them on their belly. Yeah, so I was going to say that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do some tummy time. Put them on their belly. Help get that gas moving. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that can help to that helps with grownups too. I mean, you uh, can do that. You can lay yourself lay on the bed. I know. I had my kids one time do the bicycle legs for me because I just had like one of those <laughs> those like gassy stomach pain cramps, and I'm like, just move my legs, and they're looking at me. They're like, are you serious right now? Like, come on. It wasn't. It was like two years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes that's awesome yeah and they were just like they're the looks on their faces like they each had a leg the twins they each had a leg and they're like moving it in and out they're like are you done now can we stop this oh my is, god yeah. I, I one of my friends in in um high school he had like he was having like chest pains or something or st- some kind of some pain some really extreme pain his parents were like freaking out and it was just going on it was getting more, stronger and stronger and he went they brought him to the hospital and they did all these tests, and they're like, "Yeah, we think he's just really gassy." <laughs> so he like fell asleep in the hospital and just farted all night. Oh my God! They sat in the room and he just farted all, <laughs> all night. <laughs> oh, uh. Is that actually laughing at you saying talking Jack. about farting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you got a good fart story. It's popular in this house. Yeah. But it's you got to get that gas out. So that is why your baby might be fussy. But you and also don't have to freak out because it will come out. Yeah. You don't have to like work on it and like freak out about it. Yeah. So, and like start hurting your baby. Like don't start doing like massive abdominal you know, <laughs> compressions or, or take them to the emergency room you don't you don't to do have that. to take them to the hospital yeah um the some people will do like the grape water or those gas drops the mylocon drops yeah 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 and i don't i mean like did you ever do those i, I get mixed reaction out of those i have the only thing that that i'm hesitant about that is because of their for their gut forming mm-hmm. And so you have a young baby who is supposed to be just getting exclusively breastfed and just breast milk in their stomach for, you know, for so that their gut and their vital organs can develop properly. Uh, or, you know, develop. Just yeah. Develop. <laughs> just um, develop. <laughs> what we want. Um, uh, and then, so then you're putting something else in there too. And then it's, you know, I just feel like that's not, pure than just like pure breast milk right it's like the same i I feel like it's the same reason as like that we don't give like water 
or orange juice or feed solids to young, mm-hmm. you know, because you just want that breast milk in their stomach. Not like it's going to, again, not that it's going to cause any deformities in their vital organs, but it's just the ideal is to have, is to exclusively breastfeed. And I don't, I don't know that there's really any research to show that those things actually I don't think, work. Exactly. I don't think there's any evidence that it's actually working. I think it's marketing. Yeah. I think they, you know, I think these companies, they hit on things, they find things that are bothering parents and bothering, um, you know, th- problems that we're having and they profit from it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, it, it, I think it's similar to the, um, I saw, I went to a baby expo like a few years ago. And this company had invented like a little straw thing that you could insert into their anus. And like, yes, I think I saw that now that you mention it. Yeah, I'm not I don't I I I won't say the company name just because I I don't I don't mean to like bash the company Um, because there's no reason to. I I just don't like um, I don't think that's a good idea, you know, to be like inserting things. Um, in there, I know some people, well, I think like old school where people would put like a Q-tip or something and try to like get it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like create, create, you know, create an opening, but that's also not going to help them. Oh, this straw thing also, it, it made a whistling sound <laughs> when the gas came out so that, so that you would quote, know it was working. Oh my God. Um, and I just think that's not a good idea to insert things into the people's anuses um and <laughs> i mean unless you're a grown-up then you can do whatever you want right but you don't into a baby you know and also i i get i think there's there's some concern there that they get reliant on it too and their bo- their body can't their body needs to learn how to fart right you know just let them learn how to fart because then the lo- the more you do it for them the more you st- if you stick anything in there and let it out then they're then they're just not figuring it out they're not building up those there's like muscles and stuff to build up down there so yeah it's just there's so much there's like you said the marketing piece yeah it's like it's huge and you know, I always moms will ask me about, oh, well, do these drops work? Or I tried those colic drops, or I did this grape water, I did, which I don't even know what grape water really is. I don't even know what it's made out of. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's it's not. It's like, and I think if you look, I think it's not even. I don't think it's really anything. I think it's like water and chamomile. I don't even know something. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not. It, you know, no. it's not like a prescription or anything. It's no. Just, no, not at all. And I'm like, you know what? Some people tell me that they really think it works, and some people said that it never worked. Like, I don't think right. there is a magic fix, but we want one. We want this magic fix to... Well, we do. Yeah, right. Because it's also like, it's so annoying when your baby's gassy and upset about it. I right. mean... But it's a process, you know? I mean, it's... it's When your kid gets older and they get sick, it's not, you know, it's not convenient and we feel horrible because we don't want them to have a cold or whatever. But... Right. Like, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. And when they're older, they might not cry, but they'll whine at you constantly. I don't feel good. And it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, like, what are you going to do? But this is how they're communicating to you. They're just trying to get that gas out. And they're just telling you that they need to fart. You can just say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Okay. But however you can, you know, just do something to try to calm them and, you know, bounce on the, on the yoga ball. Do something like that. Probiotics, though. Those sometimes are a really good, um, good thing to try because well, yes, that's true. And that, and that's yeah. also something that you don't necessarily want to start like right away. Um, you know, yeah, 
I don't think yeah. we need to start that right away. Right. Right. Like now there you have. What was, was that? <laughs> I don't know. I swear to God, I just heard a fart. Oh my God. What is that sound? It's like, oh in my the... God, there's a weird sound coming from somewhere in the walls. What is that? Oh my God. I think my, <laughs> I think my husband's shaver turned on. Oh my God. In the bathroom somehow. Oh my God. That is so creepy. That is creepy. Okay. Um, probiotics. Yeah. What are we talking about? Pro- oh, because I mean, the, the breast milk also has these properties. Yes. So the breast milk also has the properties. The only time when I get, and I don't really usually think to say, oh, it's a baby on a probiotic. Sometimes people just do it automatically or whatever. But if mom is on an antibiotic for whatever reason, yeah, which happens often during their breastfeeding relationship, then that might be a time where you notice that your baby is getting more fussy or gassy or you know gastro issues or things like that because those antibiotics can really tear up that gut flora so yeah um that might be a time where mom needs a probiotic if she's not taking one and you can consider one for the baby too now that being said about the antibiotics that made me remember that there are also other things that can make babies pretty gassy that we don't think about necessarily or fussy and that could be random things that you are taking that you do not realize can impact your baby. Yeah. Um, I find that a lot with herbals and I know a lot of times people find the herbal, you know, they, they use different herbals for different things and you know, they're really comfortable with that and they really like it and they, you know, better than medication. And, but for babies, some, some of that stuff is really bothersome to them because their system is not as strong as ours is. Yeah, so we talk about like food, like there's a lot of the stuff that goes around, like like you said before, like like bro- broccoli. You know, broccoli makes babies very gassy. So, how, what do you think about that? I think it's crap. Like I think it's yeah. So I mean, the food that we're eating is kind of like normal, like mm-hmm. that's a normal thing for your body to have, and so therefore, like it, like logically, wouldn't necessarily affect your breast milk very much. But when you're talking about like herbal supplements or herbal anything, we're talking about, you know, yes, it's natural. Yes, it's all of that. But it's it's extremely high um, doses, mm-hmm. you know, because if you look, you know, you say, oh, well, I'm taking a. Um, no, I don't know. I don't want to say anything specific because then people will start freaking out. <laughs> But, you know, like you're taking an herbal supplement for something and then you look at the ingredients and there's, you know, 250 milligrams of like whatever in there, which would be the equivalent of 90 gallons of broccoli. You know what I mean? Like it's such a high dosage that 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 then can and, and, you know, then logically would affect Mm -hmm. your baby. There is one specific herbal that I'm thinking of um, that people use very regularly when they're breastfeeding. Um, and it Can is, I say it? If you would like to. Is it fenugreek? It is. Okay. Um, and it is. A, it has a higher fiber content to it, which okay. will make babies more gassy. And moms. And, and so what's mo- the... They don't okay, realize so, that. Yeah. Okay. So it makes moms and babies gassy. So... 
so what is the so the the reason generally the reason people take fenugreek is because they want to increase milk supply is that correct that's correct okay and so what's the evidence around that is there any evidence that it actually does increase milk supply there's very limited evidence around it so the only and i look it up like every once in a while i will look it up just to see if there's anything new Mm -hmm. Um, because it's just one of those wives tales that will not go away Mm -hmm. and people like will just throw it out there and be like well oh do you have low supply you should just take this not knowing anything about the person or anything about their history or if it's really a low supply issue or any of that stuff or doing all the other things that you're supposed to be doing in order to maintain a normal milk supply exactly So the research behind the actual research behind it shows that in some studies, milk supply did increase in the very beginning of lactation, like the first week or the first two weeks. And after that, it made no difference. And that those are very limited studies. Mm -hmm. Um, The rest of the studies show that it's very inconclusive, that there's really nothing that shows that it really does work. So I, my theory on it, because of course you do hear people say, oh my gosh, I took fenugreek and it worked great for me. I saw an increase right away. And I almost feel like those people maybe didn't really have a true milk supply problem, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, and anybody that I know that's taken it that really does have a milk supply problem, they've been like, I took that fenugreek for so long and nothing ever happened. Except I smelled yeah. like maple syrup. And I yeah. got really gassy. And my friend, my friend took it too. She said she smelled terrible. Yeah. So I don't find that it were, and it can actually interfere with other things that you might be taking for real medical reasons. So that's another thing that really concerns me about those two. But they can cause the babies to be more gassy. Um, and I've seen that happen time and time and time again. Sometimes the protein shakes, I've seen that too, can make babies really fussy. And that's because there's so much like those, um, it, it just any kind of like protein shake or anything like that. And a lot of moms will be like, I really want to just be able to drink this because it's easy and I'm busy and I forget to eat. And, you know, I mean, that's, that, there's nothing wrong with that, but you really have to be careful of what's in it. Because yeah, and again, you're looking at the ingredients and you're saying the same thing is that the, the, it's like these ingredients are in such high concentrations in there that you're actually drinking. Yeah, you're drinking really high amounts of of whatever's in there. Yeah. And the one thing that I found to be really, really troublesome was like if moms are taking that these protein shakes and it's very high in certain vitamins, fat soluble vitamins, and then they're taking their prenatal on top of it because we always tell moms keep taking your prenatal when you're breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those fat soluble and you've got fat soluble vitamins and and those prenatals, you've got fat soluble vitamins in high volumes in these protein shakes mm-hmm. and now you've got to get a baby who cannot process all of that because it's too much and they will yeah. be so fussy. So, so fussy and uncomfortable. And I always, when moms tell me that they have a super gassy baby or the baby's just so fussy, I will kind of go through all that just to make sure that like we're not missing anything because if they are taking something, are they taking anything? Sometimes if you say, oh, you're taking something, they go, no, because you think that you mean a medication. Right. Prescription. Yeah. <laughs> but right. anything, anything. And, and these... I mean, I looked up, there was one girl who sent me all this stuff. She wanted to start taking all these supplements that she had taken when she was, before she got pregnant. 
And I looked them all. I mean, I looked the ingredients up of all of them. And there were things in there that looked to be very, very innocent. Things like seaweed extract and, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And in looking it up and researching it, it said, you know, this could be toxic in infants, but nobody knows at what level. Uh, Right. So that's concerning because you don't know how much in herbals that you're actually taking. You know, it's, it's, they're not regulated. So how do you know what's in there? Exactly. And I think the fact that they are, they're, they're, they're labeled herbal, they're not regulated by the FDA. They're, you know, and so we, and we think of, we think of things being regulated by the FDA as things like prescription drugs, you know, things that people actually shy away from more when they're breastfeeding that are mm-hmm. actually safe, not that are actually totally safe to take uh, while you're breastfeeding. And then we have the herbal stuff and the stuff that's not regulated. We think, oh, well, this is safe stuff. This is natural stuff. Uh, and so, so this is safe for me to take when actually there is some evidence that it's not always. Right. Yeah. So you just have to really kind of be cautious and aware. And if you start taking something, even if you think it's totally innocent, you know, my friend took this fenugreek and she thought, you know, maybe I should take it for my milk supply. But you can kind of go back and go, okay, that's kind of when the baby started to really become more fussy. Or, you know, like this, this is why, like really break it down in your mind if you have a baby that's fussy and you're not sure why this is happening. If it's a situation, and I ask moms this too, like, is it only certain times of the day? If it's only certain times of the day, that's just, that might not be a gas thing. That might just be a fussy thing. It might not be gassy mm-hmm. at all. Um, if, are they gassy and not getting it out? Like, are they gassy and once you help them, they can get it out? One of my, one of my moms, oh my God, it was so funny. She was saying, she goes, the, my baby keeps waking up more at night. And her baby at this point was like, I don't know, five months or something. And I said, well, she goes, I think it's gas. He's waking from gas. And I go, is it bothering him? She goes, no, he's actually like farting, but it's so loud that I think it's waking him up. <laughs> and I go, so he's learning how to pass it. And she goes, yeah, like, cause he wasn't doing that before. So, like, they get to a point where they figure it out and they get it. I mean, they can get it out on their own. Yeah. Um, yeah. It might take them a little time, but they can figure it out. And then it's they start to embarrass you in public. Right. <laughs> Just the way it goes. That's, that's how it goes. Yep. But don't ever think that it's something that you're eating or something that you're doing or I don't I know that like when your baby's fussy and upset and even when you're and I do this even with my teenagers they are upset about something and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it must be my fault. Like I must have done something. Yeah. You know, it must somehow be my fault. But try to really take a step back from that. And it's it's not you know, this is just kind of the natural progression of your baby figuring out their system. Because their their system is immature and new and has to work out the kinks. And we're glad. You know what? If they have gas and they're getting it out and they're – get it out because we're glad all that stuff works. Yeah. And so what – because, I mean, there's going to be – so this is the other thing that happens. People go to their pediatrician and they're like, my baby's really fussy. And then they're like, well, you know, it's because they're allergic to – they're allergic to lactose. They're allergic to dairy. They're allergic to dairy. They're allergic to whatever. <laughs> you have to stop eat, drinking milk, and you know, or you have, you know, you have to give them, you know, this this um, sensitive for sensitive bellies formula. <laughs> Is there ever a time when a mom needs to go like dairy free? 
for her baby if she chooses. I don't, I don't, I, I, I have, mean, I have dietary restrictions for personal reasons, not for breastfeeding. Right. Um, and I you do some, I mean? you know, some mothers that have dietary restrictions for personal reasons, but very, I mean, I see mothers being told that a lot and I don't see that the reason is legitimate most of yeah. the time. I would say like yeah. if, if 50% of the time mothers are being told to give up dairy, it's legitimate, maybe 10% of that time, you know, and, and yeah. some moms will say to me, the baby was really gassy. So I gave up dairy and I found that it really helped. And I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, if you think it helped. Right. Yeah, okay. All right. And you're, and you're comfortable with that and you're doing, you know, you're fine doing it. The mom, okay. the mom probably felt better. Right. You know, right. she gave up yeah. dairy, which is a known, you know, thing that can upset your stomach and your body. And she gave it up and she felt better. Right. So um, that, that's possible. But right, it's very exactly. unlikely. Right? I mean, it's very like unlikely that your your baby was allergic to the dairy coming out of your breast milk. Right. Yeah. No. That that doesn't happen as much. If it does happen, and this actually came up as a as a situation um, very recently with one of my one of my families because the baby had like you know reflux or whatever, mm-hmm. and they sent her to a GI specialist who tested the poop and said there's trace blood you have to either give up soy and dairy or you have to put them on this specialized formula so then she comes to me and she's like i don't want to do this and i'm like well first of all like you know let me do a little research on it but he has no symptoms of having a problem with dairy like none So usually what you see, you might see a rash, you might see a lot of throwing up, you might see um, green poop, runny poop, mucusy, visible mm-hmm. blood, like streaks of visible blood in their poop, like things like that. That might tell me, okay, there's there's something that the baby's having a hard time digesting. Mm-hmm. But to just kind of say the baby's fussy and gassy, oh, okay, let's let's eliminate dairy. That's a huge piece and I mean, maybe you don't even like it because like I, I don't drink milk at all, but I do eat yogurt and I mm-hmm. do like cheese. So mm-hmm. like those can be a big part of somebody's diet that you're now telling them to completely eliminate. And it's in everything. Like there's a dairy is in a lot of things. So yeah, n- now you've is. turned yourself into this breastfeeding, crazy label reading. I can't eat anything. I need to cook everything you know i need to have everything specialized for me like motherhood isn't hard enough right (laughs) right and if you're choosing to do that fine right but if you're being told that you have to do that because your baby is you know has all these symptoms then we might then consult a lactation consultant yes please do because those sometimes those symptoms can mean something different and we talked about that in oversupply so go back to oversupply which was a couple weeks ago, and listen to that yeah. one because a lot of times oversupply can look like dairy allergies. Ah, uh, aha. Uh-huh. And then if you're just if you if the doctor's like, okay, quick fix, give up dairy, you know, then we're not actually treating what's actually going on, right? You know, because if there is, I mean, if they are having like, they're probably just being a normal baby. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. if there's other things going on, then. And with that mom, I told her, I said, you know, let me do a little research on this because the quick preliminary research that I was doing showed that there are 
giving these little, you know, stool testing that they mm-hmm. do to, to check for blood, a lot of them come up positive, falsely. A lot of them do. So then she went back to her regular pediatrician who tested three samples and found nothing. And she's like, I'm so glad I listened to my gut on that. And I'm like, I am yeah. too, because I really, like, I really, really, really did not think anything was wrong. Yeah. You know? So it really, if you, if you're what, you know, if the baby's gassy, or like, oh my gosh, I need to give up this food, or I need to do this, or I need to completely alter my lifestyle, like, definitely talk to somebody about it first. That's like, legitimately knows. Like, you can contact us, call yeah. a lactation consultant or something, but if you get on, like, a Facebook group and you're, like, some random person says, oh my gosh, take this wonderful medication, you'll, it'll fix everything. Maybe be a little bit leery of that. Yeah, if you go on the internet and you go into a Facebook group and you're like, my baby's really fussy, you know, da, da, people, you know, the most common answer is probably going to be like, well, I gave up dairy and everything was fixed. And like, that's not, it's not a fix all for everybody. I mean, I hear that all the time mm-hmm. about like, I had to give up dairy. I had to do this. My baby's lactose intolerant, you know, all these things. Um, and like, if you, you know, if you, if the answer to whatever the problem is that you're having with breastfeeding if the answer being presented to you is a major lifestyle change, then I would see that as a red flag mm-hmm. Ask because it's else. not right. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to somebody else about it. Cause that's not what ha- That's not what, that's not what goes on. No. The whole point is that breastfeeding is, is biologically normal, you know, with the help of a lactation consultant who knows how to just, Fix the little tweaks if you're having problems and if with just understanding that understanding babies a little more it just right. goes breastfeeding just happens without major lifestyle changes right it shouldn't be as difficult as people make it yeah you really shouldn't for the majority of the time i mean you know uh so yeah, it gets difficult sometimes but it, i mean in general it's not right it's not complicated so if you have a gassy baby, help them get those sparkles out. <laughs> Figure out they what makes them work. Sparkle. They just want to sparkle. Don't we all? I know. We all just want to sparkle and not be judged. That's it. <laughs> but tune in next week. We are going to talk to you about babies that don't or won't latch. Everybody's favorite topic next to sparkling mm-hmm. is babies yes. that won't latch. Gassy babies and my baby won't latch. Baby won't latch. So we will talk to you about that next week. Bye. Bye.